Only two teams remain as let's break it all down, buddy. What were your thoughts over the weekend? Are you happy with the results, mate? Yeah, yeah, a bit surprising. Obviously, uh, Penrith's attack has hit a brick wall for some reason, Hobbs. And whether it's because Cleary's injured, I mean, in two weeks, man, both their tries have come off kicks. They've only scored two tries. Yeah, mate. I don't know what's going on with Penrith's attack, mate. They've dead set hit a brick wall. Now, they can say it was the Eels' defence. It might have been, mate, but... For South to do that to them, and now Parramatta, there's definitely something up with the Penrith Panthers, mate. Well, mate, the other game, Manly Seagulls, obviously too good for the Roosters. So, look, we'll jump straight into this. Let's go as Manly, 42 over the busted Roosters, 6. What a colossal effort for the Roosters to even get there. Manly, wow, they turned up. Cherry Evans and Turbo, they were on song on the night. Mate, where was this two weeks ago, As Yeah, it's a bit worrying for mine, Hobes, Manly. I mean, they're knocking off teams that are, you know, not in that those heavyweight categories, mate. And, uh, you know, when they've run into those heavyweight teams, they've, they've lost and come up short. So, you know, big game this week. There's no doubt that they are in with a massive chance. But, uh, yeah, I agree with you, mate. I mean, they're, they're putting away these teams, you know, 40 points, 30 points on them. And when it comes to the big dogs, they come up a bit short. So... We'll just have to wait and see, mate. It's all on the line this week because if they don't turn up, they they are gone. Let's give them a wrap. Let's not forget that, Obes. You know, they started off with four losses, whatever. they People were calling them wooden spoon favourites, etc. In comes the wizard, the magic man, the Dally M winner, no doubt. And, uh, yeah, he's just turned them around, hasn't he? Mate, he certainly has. I actually recall at one stage you told me that Des Hasler will be a biology teacher by the end of the season. And, mate, they re-signed him, Manly. They stuck with him. Wow, what an effort. What a turnaround from Manly. They obviously finish in the top four. As we look at these teams that are left now, top four is so important when it comes around to the home and away season. The top four remain. We have Melbourne Storm up against Penrith Panthers, first versus second, and then South will verse Manly, third versus fourth. Wow, what a final series we have coming up this next weekend to get into the grand final. Great prelims. Can't wait, as Yeah, mate, I agree with you. I can't wait as well. Two cracking games. That's um, going to throw up some, uh, who knows? We might uh, see an upset out of one of them. But, um, mate, Penrith is dead set limping into uh, this prelim final, hopes. They are limping. There's a lot of question marks over all of these teams, actually, as on where they are actually at. Obviously, the week off for Melbourne and for South. In the past, as that's what's happened, if you got the week off, you sort of go on into the prelim. At least one of them will go on into the grand final. So, mate, look, I think the rest, obviously, there was a lot of busted games. That Penrith-Parramatta game was busted. We'll chat about that very soon. Um, but mainly, as obviously, they were strong all across the park. I thought the forwards lifted. Uh, but, mate, the Roosters, they just didn't look like they had a lot. They were dropping a lot of ball. They actually did a, what Manly were doing against Melbourne. They actually did this this time, and Manly actually looked like the Melbourne Storm. They were just, you know, very well structured, very well played, created a lot out of basically nothing and backing up one another and, you know, changing the way that they were playing, and they really look good, Manly. Yeah, they do, mate. Uh, like I said, they, they always look good against these teams, but we need to see that this week, Hobbs, and that's what it's all on the line for. Uh, but in saying that, I mean, Turbo was on from the start. Yeah, they will just uh, playing great footy, Hobbs, and, and it was a good night for Manly. The Roosters, Hobbs, like you said, got to give them accolades, mate. They've lost multiple superstars. Uh, again, they were running on empty, Hobbs. They'll dead set running on fumes, the Roosters. Uh, you know, losing Takiyaho, obviously Manu to go with the other superstars that all retired and, and obviously medically retired, etc. But Mate, they, they've done a great job, Hopes. But, um, yeah, definitely the time was right for them to bow out, Hopes, because they just couldn't do it anymore, mate. And um, fortunately for them, uh, it's on to next season. I think Sam Walker come on. I didn't like what I saw at the end there, Hopes. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that at all, mate. And I don't know if the kid's got a bit of an ego now. I'm not sure, but Tedesco was blowing up the lux about it. I know you're getting pumped, but, mate, Josh Morris's last game, uh, at least try and get him over the line or something, give him a kick at goal or something. I mean... Please, mate, uh, there's time there. You, you, you're 10 out, whatever, from Manly's line. 
you got to have a crack, haven't you? Yeah, no, nah, mate. He, he was definitely needs to sharpen his tools uh, in, in the off-season. As obviously, he's got a lot to learn. Obviously, he had a phenomenal first year in the NRL. But, mate, look, the Roosters will be so much better for this, As. A lot of confidence will come out of this. Where they finished on the ladder without all their superstars, a lot of players playing out of positions, you know, unrecognisable halves. Drew Hutchinson, obviously he has been in and around the NRL for, uh, you know, a few number of years, but he hasn't proven himself as well. eh? So, look, to even get there, as I just want to talk about our mate that we've, you know, we've given him quite a few raps on this show, Satili Tupanua, as he was horrible the other night. Uh, defensive reads was really bad. He's, you know, attacking. He just didn't look like he wanted to be there. Um, you know, these big stages, as you've got to turn up and you've got to put your body on the line each and every week. And uh, look, all they had to do is just look at their captain, James Tedesco, to just prove how to win a semi-final game and about putting the ball in his hands and just running with it, trying to break tackles, trying to bust out, trying to ignite his team. But, mate, yeah, these guys, Satili Tupanura, I thought was really poor. Victor Radley had a go. But, yeah, even Jared Weir Hargraves, as he didn't look like he wanted to be there, mate. Yeah, Satili Tupanua, unfortunately, um, you know, it wasn't the right time to have a bad game, Hobes. And he hasn't mm. had very uh, a lot of bad games this year, has he? He's, had, uh, he's been mm. outstanding this season. But, yeah, mate, defensive reads were terrible. Um, they just went straight through him, mate. And, yeah, unfortunately, his bad game came at the, the wrong time, mate. And uh, that's life. But... Yeah, I mean, what can you say, Obes? They um, they weren't expected to win the Roosters, but um, I don't think we were expecting 40 points to be put on them. You know, you're thinking a, a better effort than that. Obviously, Robbo's an outstanding coach. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, definitely exceeded expectations with all the, uh, obviously, injuries, etc. for him this season. Mate, did you like Jason Saab running down the sideline and Marty Tapao kicking him on? Yeah, he mind it. Minus of uh, the old Brett Ballast, didn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, he's got speed to burn, mate. Saab, it'd be great if they set up a uh, a race, Obes, with Saab and Addo Car. Who's quicker? Yeah. Look, it's a tough one, Obes. It's a it's a real tough one. I'll sit on the fence there. I'd rather. Oh, just there we go. Oh, look, I'll take Saab. You'll take right. Saab. Wow, yeah, take Saab. wow, mate. I'll be on the Fox every day of the week. I think Jason Saab. Once he'd get up and get going, I think his legs, obviously the long legs, but, mate, Josh Adokar off the mark. Oh, mate, unbelievable. Lightning quick. Uh, I don't know how he'd go now. Obviously, he's battling with his hammy. He looks like he'd be good to go this week, thankfully. But, yeah, mate, look, I'll take Josh Adokar on a photo finish. Yeah, a bit of, uh, you know, Lee Otenrein and uh, Martin Offia. Didn't say, <laughs> bring that, that back. He oh. slipped, mate. He slipped. Bring it back, please. Yeah, Lee Otenrein got about a 10-metre start. Bring it back. We need to see it back, O's. We need these race, whether it's at the end of the year, whether both teams are out and those players are available. We've got to see it, mate. Mm. We need to see the fastest man in league, you know, pinpointed. We need to know who it is. And especially running without a football as well as, right? Oh, 100%. Uh, mate, Josh Morris, obviously bows out a champion, uh, obviously great defensive centre and, yeah. uh, you know, done us so lot for the for rugby league itself and, uh, on and off the field, the Morris brothers have obviously done so much for rugby league. And Brett obviously was gone earlier on in the year with his ACL. And Josh has said, you know what? That's it for me too, boys. I'll hang them up. So, mate, the Roosters, they will get a lot of players back that obviously didn't play this year. But, mate, obviously they will get Luke Keary back. Uh, Boyd Cordner has retired as well. They'll probably be looking for someone too, as in the offseason. Where do you see the Roosters, mate? Um can they get back to this top four, top five, fighting it out? Will the Roosters still be in the finals? They are losing, you know, the two Morris brothers. They have lost Cordner. They have lost Friend. I believe they will, as. I think, um, you know, just this experience that the Roosters have had, I think they're still going to be in and around the eight. And obviously, Trent Robinson can coach. But, mate, they have won a wooden spoon under him as well. So, mate, do you see the Roosters sliding next year or you still think they'll be battling out in the eight? No, nah, they'll still be in the eight, mate. And, you know, if they make the top four, it's probably, you know, an overachievement. I mean, they will be around that fourth and fifth spot, like you're saying. But if they they cement their spot, say, you know, they run third or second, yeah, it's a massive effort. Um, but it, they are capable of it, Oves. I mean, a lot of players want to play for the Roosters, mate. Um, who doesn't? I mean, especially when you're getting kickbacks. Uh, no, it's, I'm only a G up, mate. But... Um, <laughs> I mean, they're well-loved club, eh? You know, a lot of players want to go there. That's where they find success, mate. They want to go to these clubs. I mean, look at Tedesco. 
he left us. Uh, he went from the shit house to the penthouse and multiple grand finals. Uh, you know, Golden Boot. He's phenomenal play homes, all from the Roosters. Yeah. So, yeah, they'll attract players, no doubt. Obviously, who they're after, we don't know yet. But you throw in Joey Manu, Odes. I mean, you still got Roya Hargraves there. Obviously, Satili Tupano, all those boys that are also, you know, experienced with, with like you're saying, Lockie Lamb and Sam Walker. So they're only going to be better hopes. Um, and not to mention the people that they're going to get. Throw in uh, Joseph Sawali as well. Yep. Right. Yep. So obviously, he's going to be better next year. I don't know what he can bring to the NRL yet. I still haven't seen a lot from, from him. But look, the hype's there. And, you know, Sam Walker will only benefit for this as I just hope he, you know, pulls his head in a little bit and uh, knuckles down and just bees the halfback that, you know, the Roosters probably want. Or, mate, he'll get the tap on the shoulder as well because, uh, mate, they stand for success, the Roosters. And, um, mate, and, and it's not about ignorance as well. They're really, um, you know, a, a strong club, foundational club as well. So, yeah, look, I see a lot still happening for the Sydney Roosters. Let's not mention the boys that have retired or leaving hopes. Um, they're not on their last legs, but they're getting there. You know what I mean? Mm. They, they're getting a bit uh, long in the tooth. So, obviously, they're losing experience, but those players aren't what they were, Hobes. In saying that, like you said, this experience will do the wonder for these young blokes. Only going to get better, mate, truly, and obviously not the players they had. So, yeah, who knows? But they'll definitely be in the eight next year. Just want to finish off by saying, can't wait to see big Lindsay Collins back, mate. Missed him. There you go. Another origin player that's got to come back. Mate. The blockbuster, the game that was so much controversy in this one as from both teams. Uh, but the Penrith Panthers held on 8-6 at halftime as it's the way it finished at full time. Penrith, too good for the Eels. They move on to this week against Melbourne Storm. A promoter's dream as grand final rematch just before to get into the grand final. How good is this for the NRL? Oh, sensational, mate. Not to mention, you sent me a photo before the game started in your Parramatta underwear. You had your big Parramatta flag out. Jeepers, <laughs> uh, <yeah>. mate. <laughs> yeah. You took off your Parramatta onesie and underneath were your Parramatta jocks. Um, yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable. No, mate. <laughs> but, uh, mate, you weren't happy, were you? So uh, I'll let you elaborate because this is your team and I know you're passionate and you love them, but I've got to stir the pot here, mate. And uh, I'll let you uh, obviously talk about your team. Yeah, mate. Look, I thought it was a gutsy effort from Parramatta. Uh, they actually did turn up. They were there ready to play. And, uh, mate, straight away, uh, I could tell that Para were in on on this. And I thought it was going to be an arm wrestle as, and it's exactly what we got. And, I just wanted Parra to go toe-to-toe with the Panthers in and through in all areas of what they did. And, mate, I really want to take a hat off to Parramatta's right-hand side defence, mate. Will Penasini has obviously come in there. Uh, you know, they moved Wanga Blake over to the left. And Blake Ferguson on the right-hand side, they've done an incredible job to shut down everything that Penrith threw on the left side. I just would have loved to have seen if they could do that against the South Sydney Rabbitohs uh, that I've been talking about this for all year. But look, hey, we played the Panthers. The, the defence of the Eels on the right-hand side, absolutely incredible. Mate, scrambling defence by the Eels. The big boot by Moses to get us off the mark, as And, mate, Wunga Blake, he was there, as because Dylan Edwards, what did he do, as? He didn't catch a ball, mate. Oh, I don't know how many times I can tell you. I thank Penrith for giving us the better fullback. Mate, I don't know how Dylan Edwards escapes, obviously, being dropped or anything because, mate, what I've seen, Aves, he's very inconsistent uh, for a first-grade footballer. Yeah, mate. Look, that's just not on, As He has to attack it. I know that he lost it in the lights. He, and, you know, he didn't even show any emergency to pick up the ball or try and get to the ball. He, he looked like he just completely lost the ball. And, mate, Wunga Blake just pounced on it. As soon as he saw that there was some space there and knew that Edwards had pulled out, he was there and he scored Parramatta up 6-0. And, mate, they looked good, Parra. They were... You know, the forwards were aiming up. They were doing really good. And, mate, then a depth little kick by Nathan Cleary in the 16th minute as to put Kurt Capel win. That really hurt, mate. That was just a, you know, touch of brilliance by Cleary just to get the ball in and around there. And, look, six all ass. I was, um, you know, copping it on the chin and thinking, you know, we're in this. we just got to come out in the second half and give it. But that penalty on the stroke of halftime has really frustrated me. The ref hadn't even given a penalty. Uh it was just, you know, play on and uh, he was hit off the ball, they said. So, look, Penrith took the two. And, mate, that's questionable because, I mean, the players are just lying down. I think it was James Fisher-Harris that was just lying down there, you know, holding his ribs. And, 
Um, all players do it. Now, I'm not taking a shot at Penrith. They played to the whistle. They played the rules. And, you know, you get hit off the ball. It's a it's a penalty these days. As But look, the ref was letting play go on. And then, obviously, you know, he's injured. So they stop the play. They see it. And they give a penalty to Penrith. And now they're up 8-6 at half time. Mate, that really hurt us. That, uh, you know, would have hurt Parramatta's confidence. But I'll, I'd actually prefer the two points instead of, you know, the try. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, but it was a great arm wrestle, Hope. I mean, mm. from start to finish, mate, that's what it was. I mean, Penrith threw everything at you in attack and so did Parramatta at Penrith. And you, you both defences stood up, mate. It was just outstanding, mate. It really was. You thought, oh, Parramatta's got to go in here or Penrith's got to go in here. You know, you had five sets straight at him and no one could score. And um, it, it was awesome. It was great to see. Uh, and like you said, they, these players, like I said, it, it, it really agitates me, Hobbs. They're, they're grown. They're, they're huge. They're muscly men, full of testosterone. Uh, some are covered in tats. You know, real tough man image. And, you know, they get a little tap. Oh, help, help, help. It's like, come on. They get the penalty and then they're up in their finos. Something's yeah. got to get done about it, mate. I don't like seeing it, Hobbs. I mean, this is rugby league, Hobbs. We followed it, you know, forever. It's a man's, man's game, Hobes. And, you know, a lot of these penalties that are giving and, and, and what players are doing, staying down to milk it, is just terrible, mate. Like you said, they're playing to their rules. You know, that's the way it is. You've got to think smarter. And if it gives your team a little bit of an edge or where you, whether you get two points out of or a try, they're going to try it, Hobes. I mean, all you have to do is stay down and grab your neck and, oh, oh, my neck, oh, oh, penalty, penalty. It's like, you know, you saw on the weekend, Blake Ferguson straight yeah, up ready to fight. That's it's, horrible, it's not mate. On, eh? Disgusting. It's not on, mate. It really isn't, Hobbs. And, you know, Penrith got two points uh, just before half time. Really not good to see, Hobbs, at all. Yeah, mate. I hate that rule, as I hate this rule of, you know, the, the neck. I understand we've got to protect the player's neck, as, but when a lot of players go in, and we all know, as, that it was hit and spin. So when you hit, you spin. So, as, if you've been hit and then you spin as an attacking player, if there's another player that, because obviously it's now two in a tackle, right? You aim up in defense and, you know, someone put on the shot. So you, you've, you've run into him. Now you're spinning to break through the, the tackle. If that player gets you and now their back is on your chest, as if you're trying to tackle them, you're trying to put them down and they sit down and now it's a crusher tackle. I mean, come on, as how many times have we seen it this year? That one from Blake Ferguson, I think it was Mitch Kenny that actually made the tackle. As that was absolutely ridiculous. Should never have been a penalty. Fergo played for it. Para got the penalty, but yeah, you're right. He just got straight up, wanted a fight. Honestly, sometimes I look at Fergo, he looks like Tarzan and plays like Jane. Dead set, honestly, annoys <laughs> the crap out of me. I agree with you, but he's not the only one, Hobbs. It's been multiple players this year. Obviously, the NRL will look into it at the end of the year um, because, mate, they've got to get this out of the game. The fans don't like it. I hate it, Hobbs. We're not soccer. We don't like to lay on the ground. You get up, mate, and that's it. Yeah, mate. Obviously, Penrith, you know, blew a couple of chances as, uh, you know, off the scrum, Jerome Luai went through and uh, Matt Burton, actually Mitch Moses played for that as well as he did really well uh, in the defensive thing. But, hey, that's an illegal play. You are not allowed to run on the inside shoulder. Um, so as that was a, a penalty to Parramatta, obviously Jerome Luai had scored. So they awarded the try. They went back because it was an obstruction. That's the rules of the game. So, look, that was uh, called back. Good that it was called back because that was the rules. But, again, I hate this rule as of, you know, what's a decoy runner? What's, you know, catching on the inside shoulder, catching on the outside shoulder? Look, that's just timing from Penrith as. And that just explains what you've said as well. Their attack has been a little bit off. They wouldn't have missed that play as three, four weeks ago. They would have been icing those plays. Uh, and they have done it throughout the year. So something's a little bit clunky there with Penrith's attack because that's dead set a timing issue, not a Mitchell Moses playing for a penalty issue. Um, so, look, that one was called back. And then centimetres. Obviously, they put a bomb up as well. Jerome Luai, obviously, in front of the play. He mustn't have realised that he was offside as because call went back that he was uh, offside in front of the kicker because he didn't have two feet behind Nathan Cleary. But in saying that, Jerome Luai was inside the 10 metres from the time that Guffo had touched the ball, um, which obviously outweighs uh, to a penalty because you need to be 10 metres in the gap. So, look, just timing issues for Penrith Panthers there. They you know, probably could have ran away with this game. But, look, the Eels were gutsy. Uh, obviously, they stuck through it. And, uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on those two blazers? The Jerome Luai one, Hobes, it's really been inconsistency from the refs this year. I remember a couple of weeks ago, Someone was inside the 10, but they didn't sort of make a play at the ball. 
and because they never uh, had any impact on the the play, they just let it go. And I'm like, how can it be like that one week, and the next week you'll penalise someone because they're five metres away or something, you know what I mean? But they didn't touch the ball. They never touched the player. They never went for the ball. So how can you say no impact on the play, and then the next week inside the 10, that's a penalty? But he hasn't made an impact on the play. So why isn't that play on like the week before? There's so many inconsistencies, though. And this is what they, you know, it's a guessing game. It really is this year, Hobes, and they've got to fix it, mate. We just want consistency. We know the refs, it's hard, Hobes. I know it's hard, mate. But, you know, the refs not only, you know, it doesn't all get the full blame, Hobes. You've got two touchies, obviously a video yeah. ref. Yeah. Now, there was one play where Penasini, who clearly touched the ball, and then Penrith picked it up, obviously thinking six again, got tackled, yeah. change over. And he's like, hold on, I want to challenge that. Yeah. Now, Ashley Klein, I'm like, how doesn't the two touches, one of these touches, or Ashley Klein see that, that the ball's been deviated. Obviously, yeah. it's slowed down. It's not passed to where it was meant to be passed. Obviously, it's been touched. Mm. How do they, don't they see that, Oves? Yeah. Uh, no wonder no wonder majority decisions went were challenged and were correctly challenged. Obviously, it's like, what's doing there? The ref, you're going to get one right. These teams, these players seem to know what's going on. It, it was a tough watch. It really was, Oves, but... They've got to fix this up. I don't think Ashley Klein's definitely not in the best form to referee these important finals coming up, Hobes. Talking about that, as all these captain challenges that they had made, Parramatta actually done one, Gutho done one, which we were successful in the in the play, and we still got to keep our challenge, but we were successful because that wasn't the error, but the error was actually a penalty. So how does you know Parramatta are challenging the fact that it was a knock-on? It wasn't a knock-on, but it was actually a penalty to Penrith. So how do Paramount still keep their challenge? Well, it just doesn't make sense in my head. You've used your challenge for a play. Yes, that play is correct. But actually, it's actually now a penalty because we didn't see that bit. So now Penrith get a penalty. But hang on, Paramount, you still keep your, your <laughs> captain's challenge. That's just ridiculous in my books. As um, To me, if, if the play doesn't come back to you, the ball doesn't come back into your possession, you don't keep your challenge. That's just dumb. Like you don't fix keep this up. one or the other. You either don't keep your challenge or you don't penalise yes. the illegal play that you think you saw on the replay from the challenge, from the team that's challenging. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. Uh, if I'm challenging a knock-on yes. and it's not a knock-on, but it should be a penalty. Well, I didn't yeah. see the penalty, so yeah. and it's not that's a knock-on, so then yeah. it shouldn't be a penalty. Yeah, yeah that's right. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So they have to choose one way or the other, Hopes. You know, like I said, we just need to get these inconsistency stuff out of the game. We've got to keep it to a minimal, and unfortunately, it's not a minimal at at the moment. It's a maximum. And then, obviously, uh, the you know the downtown play. Mitchell Moses obviously throws a cutout ball to uh, Blake Ferguson running down the sideline. As now, I was up, mate. I was cheering on Fergo, screaming at the TV, go, Fergo, go, Fergo. And, mate, he kicked it in field. And, look, Panthers picked up the play and, you know, we obviously didn't come away with that. But, hey, it got us out of pressure. Parramatta on their, you know, 45-metre line. I think it was fourth tackle. We're actually struggling to get yardage. And, mate, big play. So I didn't think anything of it as I didn't. The only thing I thought about was where was the inside chases? Where was Gutho? Where was Mitch Moses? He threw the ball. Where were they all? And it wasn't until after the game that I'd seen a replay on social media how Mitch Moses was dragged as he was uh, dragged out by Jerome Luai. Uh, obviously, Jerome Luai is holding Mitch Moses back after he'd passed the ball. As Come on, mate. How do they get that wrong, these officials? As That's an absolute professional foul. That's penalty. Ten in the bin, as Like, come on. Like, how do they get this wrong on the big stage? I know that I didn't see it because I'm, you know, looking at the play. But, mate, there's that many camera angles. And where's the video ref? Obviously, Mitch Moses would have been blown up about this. Like, everyone's blowing up, but no, nah, they just keep playing on. Nah, play on. Let's not even think about it. They can rule plays back as, and they can go back and say, nah, that's a penalty down south. Like, what's going on, mate? Yeah, mate, I, I agree with you. Uh, you know, we call a spade a spade. I, I know I like poking the bear, especially you. It's there in the pot. But uh, you got to call it as it is, Hobes. And that was 150% a professional foul hurled back. doesn't matter whether he was going to get to the ball or not. You cannot drag a player running through for the ball. Um, I'm sorry. You just can't latch onto him and pull him back. I don't know how the refs didn't miss. I don't know how the video ref, I'm not too sure who the video ref was, but how he doesn't go, mate, that's a professional foul. Moses has been tugged by Jerome Luai. 10 in the bin, penalty Parramatta. Uh, but like you said, they just brushed it under the rug. They got out the big broom and said, no, we'll forget about that. 
straight under the rug. And uh, unfortunately, Parra missed out on that. Yeah, mate. Obviously, that was, you know, a dour thing. And, and mate, we'll move on to the Mitch Kenny trainer stoppage as in back play. Parramatta had four tackles up the sleeve, attacking Penrith's line. Now, 15 metres out as it was an eight-on-six overlap. Penrith were on the ropes. And then the trainer's gone, no, hang on a minute. We've got to stop play. Back play, mind you. So it's not even in the play where the players are running. This is actually off the play because he got his foot trot on. Now, I understand player jurisdictions. You've got to look after the player welfare. I understand all of that. As This is not on, mate. You can't be doing this in finals football. The trainers get the call from the coach, mate. The coach is the one that directs all the messages that go to the trainers and the trainers run it out to tell the players. It's just what happens. Mate, if you've watched Tales of Tiger Town, you know it by fact because Maguire does it all the time for the Tigers. So as it's now come out that this guy has done it a couple of times now and he'd probably get a, you know, the club's getting a $20,000 fine and all that. But how does that help Parramatta's momentum. Penrith would have loved that. They would have loved that. They reset their line. They get they suck in a couple of big ones. Mate, that one really hurt, buddy. That's just uh ugly look for the game. I'm not saying it's Mitch Kenny's fault. I'm not saying anything about his welfare. You know, he was injured. Fair enough. But, mate, he's in the back. He's not even going to get hurt, as. He can't get any more hurt than what it already is. Oh, well, disgrace, as. Mate, I agree with you. That, that, I mean, medical interchange comes straight on a fresh Tavita Pengai Jr. to help you defend the last minute or so. I mean, oh, mate, I agree with you. It's totally near the play. You, you deserve to play on, you know, at least for two plays or to the end of the set or whatever. But you just can't pull stumps in the middle of a team attacking uh, with the upper hand. Maybe it's something they've got to look at. Maybe they only stop play when a player's fully concussed into, into stress tobes. You know what I mean? Not just some little... Well, not little, but some little ankle injury, you say, or something like that. You know what I mean? Maybe if a player's actually KO'd, knocked out or whatever, can't get up, that's when they've just got to stop altogether. But when there's some sort of leg injury or that, you know, play on to the end of the set or whatever, mate. Maybe they've got to look into that. Mate, look, I understand if he's, you know, Parramatta are running towards him and he's actually injured in the back of Penrith's defence and, you know, Parramatta make a play that they'll run over the top of him. I understand all that. But as he's actually behind the Parramatta's attack, like he's back on the 40-meter line as Parramatta are now attacking the 10-meter line. Like it's just not on as it just slowed the momentum down. I'm not having a whinge here, as I'm just oh, stating yeah. the facts, mate. It's just, nah, you, uh, you know, obviously it hurts this one. It really did hurt. There's obviously yeah. some, you know, bitterness inside me because obviously mm. it's my team. Uh, mm. But, mate, I'm just stating the obvious on what happened here. Penrith were the better team. Obviously, they held on. They beat they beat Parramatta. And, look, a couple of decisions obviously went Penrith's way. And Parra got a couple as well. Like I said, that Ferguson thing was disgusting. But, mate, look, that's rugby league, I guess. Someone's got to win. Unfortunately, someone's got to lose. And, unfortunately, it was my yields again. As second week of the finals, they were gone. Yeah. Well, uh, you're definitely having a winch. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> and um, that's another uh, failure. Uh, for Brad Arthur. But uh, let's hear you, Para Feds. Let's sign him for another five years. Para's going places. You've only made it to the prelim final twice, I think, and you've bowed out uh, in his eight-year tenure, not to mention your wooden spoons. Oh, it's just un- when he's going to stop trying with what he's trying to get you at. I don't understand. He's got the players he wants. Now, you look at all the players you've got, Hopes. You've got multiple X and uh, obviously still origin players in that team. And what have you done? What has he won? Nothing. So when are you Paris supporters going to go, hold on, I think it's time for a fresh start. When's that going to happen, Hopes? I want to hear it from you, mate. Come on. You told me there's still positivity there, but where? What's positive out of running fifth every year and a couple of wooden spoons? You play the competition to win the comp, Hopes. You don't play to run fifth and sixth and seventh every year. Your next step should be win the comp. But how many chances does he get? You give him another eight-year contract, Hopes. I don't understand. Well, mate, I just want to correct you. He, he hasn't even made a prelim final uh, in oh. his tenure. So he hasn't even done it. He's, he's gone out in the second week of the finals nearly every year. So, there you go. You know, we haven't even got to the prelim final under Brad Arthur. Mate, the worrying sign for mine was the interchange as. Murata Niakore obviously played the 80. Sean Lane played 72 minutes. Isaiah Papali'i is, was our best forward all year as. He played 36 minutes. Obviously, Nathan Brown was injured. Uh, he only played 27. And Ryan Madison come on and he played 41. How does Isaiah Papaliki only play 36 minutes in a major semi-final? Like, Sean Lane surely should have been the one that should have come off the interchange bench and 
Uh, Papaliti should have been starting or on the edge. Or I know they wanted him in the in the middle as, but mate, he needs to play longer minutes than thirty six. I want to take my hat off to Junior Paulo. I thought he had an uh, absolute phenomenal game. He played big minutes for the big big boy, and uh, obviously Regan Campbell Gillard did uh, phenomenal as well. We were missing Reed Marnias. That was the missing piece for Parramatta. Obviously, a couple of um, you know knock ons out of dummy half from Ray Stone, not taking anything away from him, but. Look, big plays as where you need your number nine and threw a forward pass as well, which, again, was a bit, you know, sketchy. I didn't think it went forward, but, hey, they called it a knock-on. But Reed Marnie comes back into this team as they're going to keep a lot of them. Obviously, Blake Ferguson looks like he's going to get the tap on for a winger. Still holding on to a lot of their forwards. There's talks that Murata Neocore might go, and as I think they need to re-sign him. I love everything that I see about him. He's hard nut. He just plays the game with passion and... Uh, he runs hard and tackles hard. So I want to re-sign Murata Niakoro. Uh, I was disappointed in the re-signing of Nathan Brown. Uh, I don't know what how much that he can offer. And obviously Bryce Cartwright. Parramatta have got some you know good things here coming through. I like what I saw in this final. They actually stood up and had a go. But, mate, just the interchange way of the forwards of Brad Arthur's decisions uh, in this semi-final where it was all on the line. It's questionable as worrying for mine as can we make the grand final? Can we win? In saying all this as there's only one team that can win the grand final each and every year, Mm. but you've got to put yourself in an effort. And I think Parramatta have had a team that can be in the prelim in the last three years and we just haven't made it. Where does that sit with me with Parramatta? I don't know. Do they move him on? Look, I wouldn't be surprised as if they did. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if they re-signed him as well because it's just the way that Parramatta are and hanging on to coaches. And Parramatta obviously know they haven't won a premiership in so many years. And do they think that Brett Arthur can do it? I don't know. Do I think he can? I don't think he can. As It's just... Um... No, no. Don't, don't think you know. You haven't won a title 36 years or something like that, Obes. And you think eight years Brett Arthur's been in the tenure, he's going to take you to the glory land? I don't think so. When is Parramatta going to wake up, Hobbs? You're almost becoming perennial losers. 36 years without a title, please. And you're happy to run fifth and sixth every year under Brad Arthur. Yippee! Everyone gets a trophy. No, they don't. Move on. Please, Hobbs. You've got no fresh ideas or nothing, mate. You should be doing better, Hobbs. At least make the GF. Improve, mate. You build off every season. And unfortunately, he just doesn't do it for you. Yeah, look, I, I agree. As You do need to improve uh, each and every year. And look, we have it. We've bowed out the second week of the finals, three years in a row. They show that they can match it with this Penrith team, as who's been the best, best team in the comp. But again, Parramatta didn't throw a lot at them. It was just the same old thing, dump them back over, you know, try and go out wide, go all the way out to the left and spread it all the way over to the right, put a neat little kick in, get a repeat set. As Penrith held on for five sets. I know they're the best defensive team in the comp for the last two years. But as you've got to throw a lot more at these teams, especially in finals football, you have to come up with new plays. As You have to come up with new things. You have to put a little chip and chase over the top. Something as You've got to do something when nothing's on. Like Look at that kick by Cleary. They just get it in in behind the defensive line for Capewell to just steam onto it. Like You've got to come up with these type of plays. as So, mate, I know that's not Brad Arthur's fault, but part of it is because he is the coach and he needs to come up with new plays, new structures, new ways to break lines to, you know, create new things. And, yeah, mate, well, really yeah. disappointing for mine. Like you said, as the players I know have got to play the game, mate. But Brad Arthur's the coach, Oves. And, he, you know, you've got to monitor certain players. And if they're not going to get the job done, you move on from Like I said, the raps on Mitchell Moses are insanely, like, over the top, Oves. Yes, he's a solid half. But please, Origin, come on. Sorry, he's not that, mate. And he never will be that. So I don't know why... There's so many raps on him. And, mate, look, he needs to make that decision, Oves, and he's got the plays he wants. And, you know, for me, I don't see power improving under him, you know, and breaking that drought. 36 years, Oves. It's a long, long time, mate. And if I was a heel supporter, yeah, I'd be calling for his head, uh, looking for fresh ideas and a fresh coach, mate, because at the moment, what I see, no, you're not getting it done. It's all rainbows and butterflies to match uh, the team, but you're not moving on, Oves, and you're not making the grand final again this year. So another year's gone. Uh, let's make it 37 years next year, Hobbs. Hold on there, because hasn't it been 37 years since the Tigers have played in September? The Tigers? The Tigers? Listen, we won the comp in 2005. Please. You know how long that, go, that time is? 16 years. Halve your time. So don't even, please, step over to this side of the fence. You stay on that side, 
and I'll continue to give it to you because you're perennial losers, mate. 36 years. Yeah, yippee. We made the finals. We made the top eight. You're winning nothing. Um, <laughs> please, honestly, you Parramatta supporters, you're happy to run fifth and sixth. That is unbelievable, mate. They've got to definitely change it up, as They've got to do oh, something, whether it be the coach or... I'm trying um, to help you out, mate. I'm not here to poke you. I'm here to help you out, mate. But you're, you're so hard to get through, you para supporters. It's not funny. Like, you're happy for that. Are you serious? I'm not saying I'm happy, mate. I'm not saying I'm happy for the way that we, we finished off. Obviously, I'm devastated that we didn't kick on and keep going. I'm not happy that we've, we've now bowed out yet again. It's another wasted year. Um but, mate, look, you've, you're coming up against Penrith and then you're coming up against Melbourne. Obviously, it's the luck of the draw. Uh, it's obviously the way it was. This should have been against a South Sydney team. Who knows what could happen? Obviously, it's final football. You've got to turn up and be there. And, look, I'm not saying that I'm happy sitting here and going, yeah, all right, it's another year. We made the finals, whatever. Mate, obviously, it's very disappointing. Obviously, you play these games to win one. Players play to win. It's not that easy to win one, though, as well, to get no. even in their green finals, you know? No, no, mate, I totally agree with you. How hard is it to win the comp? But I'm just talking about improvement aids. And if the coach gets the opportunity to bring whatever place he wants into the club, eight years is a long time, Hose, for not even getting to the GF. You know mm. what I mean? It's... Yeah, oh, mate, I know exactly what you mean. Obviously, you know, when he first started, you know, there was a lot of stuff. He got a lot handed over from Ricky Stewart and Stephen Kearney. He cleaned out a lot with Brad Arthur. And his first few years in the, in the tenure was you know, really rough. And then 2017, we, we make our first semi-finals. Uh, and then, obviously, 2018 was a write-off that year. We got the wooden spoon. But since then, three years in a row, we have made the finals. And, look, he has had the team. He's obviously built it up in the last eight years to get his team where he is. But as is now three years, and he still hasn't made a prelim. So where do we go now? How much more years do we give Brad Arthur? And how many more years do we think he's going to win us a premiership? Look, they're just... They just need to think now, uh, you know, for the for the next future, for the next two or three years, on who and which coach can actually get us there and get us into the prelim and then on to the big dance. So, mate, look, a lot to do, a lot to think about in Parramatta land. Uh, obviously, they bow out yet again. Obviously, some decisions in that game as, you know, they could have gone another way and who knows what could have happened. And Parramatta are now facing Melbourne Storm in a prelim final and, you know, we're, we're, we're cheering it on. So, look, mate, it's obviously the way it all works out. Obviously, the referees are only human. There will be errors made everywhere, but... And, mate, look, I understand you lost the gun in, in your hooker, Reed Marnie. I understand. That's huge, Hoves. You did well, I suppose, to match Penrith with the way they're going, but Penrith's not going great, Hoves. And like I said to you, the two tries in two weeks have both come off kicks, Hoves. This is, the you know, one of the best attacking teams in the comp, and they're scoring... Two tries off kicks in two weeks. Is something up? I think so. Mm. It's not right, Hobes. There's something wrong with that Penrith attack, mate. And you know what, Hobes? I think it might be uh, injuries, Hobes. I really do. I really think they've swept some injuries under the rugs. I don't think James Fisher-Harris looks like the best front rower in the comp that we've seen over these uh, 26 rounds, Hobes. Uh, You know, he doesn't look anything uh, like the James Fisher-Harris we're used to. I know they got Moses Leota back, which was obviously awesome because he goes goes enormous as well. But, I mean, Nathan Cleary, I think he's cooked, Hobes. I think his shoulder is mm. not – he's just trying to get through, Hobes. He's not attacking the line like he used to. I think definitely swept his injury under the rug. I'm, I've also heard that Dylan Edwards is, is limping around at the moment. He's got an issue there. Brian Tottle's still in a moon boot. I've been told, and I'm also hearing that Viliami kick out as obviously a massive laceration on his knee, uh, not to mention his cooked ankles. That's what I'm telling you. They are limping hoes, and they've got to come up against a freshened team in the comp that's probably the best team in the comp, hoes. It's going to be tough, hoes. It's going to be an almighty victory if they win. That is right. It is tipping time. As we start off on Friday night with the Manly Seagulls up against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Who you got in this one, mate? Oh, this is so hard. But um, I can't let them down, Oves. I've got to take the bunnies. Taking the bunnies, as I've got to do it, Oves. They put egg on our face uh, two weeks ago. I don't want any more egg. <laughs> let's go, Manly! Hey, let's go, Manly! Mate. I like it. I think I like they it. can do it as I really do. I think Manly can cause the upset this week. 
Um, and I think Turbo will carry this team into a grand final. They're moving on as uh, well, they bounce back well. Uh, I, I think the rest might actually upset South. Uh, I know that, um, you know, it's not always a good thing. Obviously, you do need momentum going into these games. But as, look, I think Manly are there. I think they're set. Uh, I hope South come out and fire up. I hope this game is an absolute belter. I think it's going to go down to the wire. This could be another really tight, close game. And as yeah, I think Manly can win this one, mate. Oh, I wouldn't uh, disagree with you, Holmes, um, at all. I wouldn't talk you out of it. It's such a tough game. It's dead set of coin toss. I mean, it's just what I saw from, from South against Penrith. Uh, like I said, I think something's up with Penrith. But uh, for them to do that with Latrell Mitchell out, their star man out uh, was sensational. And, and not to mention, obviously, the defensive effort they put in. Um, I can't write them off. Obviously, they've got the go- coach, Hobes. What a game we've got coming up, Hobes. And like, like you said, I wouldn't talk about Manly are a massive hope. So, yeah, wow, what a game we've got coming up. The last time they played, South beat Manly 56-16, to 16, as in round 15. And Manly were missing turbo, and South had Latrell in it. So, look, Manly will be firing. They'll be ready to go. This won't be a one-way traffic. I think this will be down to the wire. I can't wait for this game. Um, I think Manly are in for it. It's going to be one through Turbo and Cherry Evans and four. And I think those three guys need to be on for Manly. And South, I believe that obviously Walker and Reynolds, they'll be up for this game as, but I think it's going to be the forward pack and Totola and Burgess and Cam Murray, Jai Arrow, all these guys. They've all got to stand up and out-muscle Manly. We know Manly struggles are their forwards as. Um, so look, if South can overpower Manly's forwards, I think that they can obviously win this game. But, mate, for mine, it's turbo, mate. I can't write him off. Everything that he's doing as and the way that he runs back the ball with intent to break through the line each and every time. He doesn't run straight at anyone as. He's running at a gap each and every time trying to run in between two players. Oh, mate, unbelievable turbo. And the way that he gets tackled, he gets up on his hands and feet and then he just plays the ball for a quick play, the ball for Cherry Evans to play off. Manly, excitement machine. What a way this will be if they can make the GF. Yeah, he's so hard to bring down too, Oz. He's just tall, lanky and strong, mate. And um, obviously, he's got pace. Phenomenal, phenomenal talent, mate. And obviously, Manly's got the ace up the sleeve, mate, because uh, to have that Daily M uh, winner, which he will be in that team, and the way he's playing is insane, mate. Expect them to lift. They definitely will lift, Hobbs. Uh, if Manly lose, is uh, old Desi, is he getting out the Bunsen burner in the goals, mate? Or... Uh, they're giving him another three years. Mate, they'll re-sign Des over the off-season for another six years, as. They'll, um, <laughs> I know they re-sign him on, you know, performance. Yeah. Uh, mate, that clause is gone now, as. He's uh, he's set now, Des, in Manly for another few years. Manly are chasing Aaron Woods, I'm hearing, too, as. So, look, they're just trying to booster everything they can. They won't need to chase for long. While Cherry Evans and Turbo are there, and obviously Jake uh, leading in the forwards and Shushta. Oh, wow. Manly, they're going to look good. I think they're going to be sitting pretty in the eight for quite a few more years, barring injuries. Obviously, that works for every team. But, mate, for mine, uh, I think it is Manly forever, all the way. And not to mention those young forwards, those Paseca and Olakawatu, mate. Outstanding years. Mate, we go to Saturday, 4 o'clock as. That's right. It's not Saturday night. Get ready for it. It's 4 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. The Melbourne Storm. Take on the Penrith Panthers. First, first, second. Who you got in this one, mate? Ah, another really, really tough game. But uh, you've got to take the Storm, Oves. To me, they're just on another planet. They're off their heads. Freshen. They get that car back. You can't tip against the Storm, Oves. Yeah, mate. I'm on Melbourne Storm as well. I just can't tip against them. They are just firing, ready to go. They're waiting in the winds. And like you've just said there, as the Panthers, they're busted. They are tired. They're exhausted. You can see. And their attack has just been so clunky. They need to lift their game big time. They need to bring up some uh, you, you know, new skills to try and break down this Melbourne defence because we know Melbourne will muscle up and they've got attacking weapons from everywhere. And Jerome Hughes, for mine, as will be man of the match. I think uh, he'll just lift this team. He'll take them on. And it's going to be another grand final appearance for the Melbourne Storm. What an absolute... I know we keep talking about this football team, and but, mate, you've got to give accolades where accolades are due. And uh, this team, I, I think it's going to be another tight one, as I think Penrith will be turning up. You have to turn up for these games. Yeah, I think Melbourne will win and win just. 
win. Mate, look, like he said, I think it's going to be an absolute tight one, O's. It really is. Uh, I think Penrith will lift, mate. Uh, injuries or not, they're too good of a team not to uh, yeah. have a crack, O's. They really yeah. are. Obviously, like I said, Storm are the team to beat, but yeah, we could be in for a real nail-biter uh, with both games. All right, as that's a wrap for this week. Two blockbusters just around the corner. Preliminary finals. Who's going to make the big dance? It's so close away, as Cannot wait for these games. Mate, look forward to doing this with you again next week. Yeah, mate. We've got a cracking weekend of footy. Both games are going to be crackers. Uh, I'm happy as Larry, mate, because you know why. Why is that, mate? Because the Eels are out. See you later, mate. It's tipping time. That is right. It is tipping time. As we start off on Friday night with the Manly Seagulls up against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Who you got in this one, mate? Oh... This is so hard, but um, I can't let them down, Oves. I've got to take the bunnies. Taking the bunnies, as I've got to do it, Oves. They put egg on our face uh, two weeks ago. I don't want any more egg. <laughs> let's go, Manly! Hey, let's go, Manly! Mate, I like it. I, think I like they it. Can do it, as I really do. I think Manly can cause the upset this week. Um, and I think Turbo will carry this team into a grand final. They're moving on, as uh, well, they bounce back well. Uh, I, I think the rest might actually upset us. Uh, I know that, um, you know, it's not always a good thing. Obviously, you do need momentum going into these games. But as, look, I think Manly are there. I think they're set. Uh, I hope Souths come out and fire up. I hope this game is an absolute belter. I think it's going to go down to the wire. This could be another really tight, close game. And as, yeah, I think Manly can win this one, mate. Oh, I wouldn't uh, disagree with your hopes um, at all. I wouldn't talk you out of it. It's such a tough game. It's dead set of coin toss. I mean, it's just what I saw from, from South against Penrith. Uh, like I said, I think something's up with Penrith. But uh, for them to do that with Latrell Mitchell out, their star man out uh, was sensational. And, and not to mention, obviously, the defensive effort they put in. Um, I can't write them off. Obviously, they've got the goat coach, Hobes. What a game we've got coming up, Hobes. And like, like you said, I wouldn't talk about Manly are a massive hope. So, yeah, wow, what a game we've got coming up. The last time they played, South beat Manly 56-16, to 16, as in round 15. And Manly were missing Turbo, and South had Latrell in it. So, look, Manly will be firing. They'll be ready to go. This won't be a one-way traffic. I think this will be down to the wire. I can't wait for this game. Um, I think Manly are in for it. It's going to be one through Turbo and Cherry Evans and four. And I think those three guys need to be on for Manly. And South, I believe that obviously Walker and Reynolds, they'll be up for this game as, but I think it's going to be the forward pack and Totola and Burgess and Cam Murray, Jai Arrow, all these guys. They've all got to stand up and out-muscle Manly. We know Manly struggles are their forwards as. Um, so, look, if South can overpower Manly's forwards, I think that they can obviously win this game. But Mate, for mine, it's turbo, mate. I can't write him off. Everything that he's doing as and the way that he runs back the ball with intent to break through the line each and every time. He doesn't run straight at anyone as. He's running at a gap each and every time trying to run in between two players. Oh, mate, unbelievable turbo. And the way that he gets tackled, he gets up on his hands and feet and then he just plays the ball for a quick play, the ball for Cherry Evans to play off. Manly, excitement machine. What a way this will be if they can make the GF. Yeah, he's so hard to bring down too, Oz. He's just tall, lanky and strong, mate. And um, obviously, he's got pace. Phenomenal, phenomenal talent, mate. And obviously, Manly's got the ace up the sleeve, mate, because uh, to have that Daly M uh, winner, which he will be in that team, and the way he's playing is insane, mate. Expect them to lift. They definitely will lift, Hobbs. Uh, if Manly lose, is uh, old Desi, is he getting out the Bunsen burner in the Gauls, mate? Or uh, they're giving him another three years? Mate, they'll re-sign Des over the off-season for another six years, as. They'll, um, I know they re-sign him on, you know, performance. Uh, mate, that clause is gone now, as. He's, uh, he's set now, Des, in Manly for another few years. Manly are chasing Aaron Woods, I'm hearing, too, as. So, look, they're just trying to boost everything they can. They won't need to chase for long. While Cherry Evans and Turbo are there, and obviously Jake uh, leading in the forwards and Schuster. Oh, wow. Manly, they're going to look good. I think they're going to be sitting pretty in the eight for quite a few more years, barring injuries. Obviously, that works for every team. But, mate, for mine, uh, I think it is Manly forever, all the way.
And not to mention those young forwards, those Paseca and Olakawatu, mate. Outstanding years. Mate, we go to Saturday, 4 o'clock as. That's right. It's not Saturday night. Get ready for it. It's 4 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. The Melbourne Storm take on the Penrith Panthers. First, first, second. Who you got in this one, mate? Ah, Another really, really tough game. But uh, you've got to take the Storm, Oves. To me, they're just on another planet. They're off their heads. Freshen. They get that car back. You can't tip against the Storm, Oves. Yeah, mate, I'm on Melbourne Storm as well. I just can't tip against them. They are just firing, ready to go. They're waiting in the wings. And like you've just said there, as the Panthers, they're busted. They are tired. They're exhausted. You can see. And their attack has just been so clunky. They need to lift their game big time. They need to bring up some uh, you, you know, new skills to try and break down this Melbourne defence because we know Melbourne will muscle up and they've got attacking weapons from everywhere. And Jerome Hughes, for mine, as will be man of the match. I think uh, he'll just lift this team. He'll take them on. And it's going to be another grand final appearance for the Melbourne Storm. What an absolute... I know we keep talking about this football team, and but, mate, you've got to give accolades where accolades are due. And uh, this team, I, I think it's going to be another tight one, as I think Penrith will be turning up. You have to turn up for these games. Yeah, I think Melbourne will win and win just. <laughs> <laughs> Win. <laughs> uh, mate, look, like you said, I think it's going to be an absolute tight one, Oves. It really is. Uh, I think Penrith will lift, mate. Uh, injuries or not, they're too good of a team not to uh, yeah. have a crack, Oves. They really yeah. are. Obviously, like I said, Storm are the team to beat. But, yeah, we could be in for a real nail-biter uh, with both games. All right, Az. That's a wrap for this week. Two blockbusters just around the corner. Preliminary finals. Who's going to make the big dance? It's so close away as cannot wait for these games. Mate, look forward to doing this with you again next week. Yeah, mate. We've got a cracking weekend of footy. Both games are going to be crackers. Uh, I'm happy as Larry, mate, because you know why. Why is that, mate? Because the Eels are out. See you later, mate.